0: The Weekly Transit. The
1: Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Transit. I'm Ingrid Iverson, and I'm here with Scott Tejerian, the astrologer. Hi, Ingrid. Hey, Scott. How are you? I am doing well.
0: Now, this week, which is June 8th to the 14th, the theme this week is as the sun moves through Gemini.
1: Is it communication? It's always
0: going to (laughs) be something with communication. But communication within the community and with relation to the authority. So that's the two sort of wrinkles of communication. Communicating with the authority, communicating within the community. And it begins on Monday june 8th as the moon continues through capricorn where it forms a conjunction with pluto the god of death lord of the underworld the planet of transformation the planetary symbol that represents the transformation that occurs to your eternal soul within the world of matter that transformation occurs here to your emotional nature in relation to the authority, because Pluto is in the sign of Capricorn, along with the moon. So, the question that I want you to answer for Monday, Ingrid, and for all of our listeners, is what would you like to accomplish for your career this week? How can you redefine your emotional nature in a way that better assists you in accomplishing those goals?
1: For me, that would be planning and getting ahead. Yeah, you're not
0: like rushing around, like trying to get things done last minute. Now on Tuesday, June 9th, Last week, we had a day that you mentioned, wow, I don't feel like we've really had a day like this before, where there were four planets oh, at yeah. the same degree.
1: Yeah, it was Saturday.
0: Yes. Now it's happening again. Again in what? This week on Tuesday.
1: In what way?
0: Well, the moon again, Chiron, Uranus, and Venus. So all of these these four planets are connecting to each other. Uh, mainly, the moon is connecting to all three and venus is connecting to chiron so the moon is in aquarius aquarius is the fixed air sign symbolized by the water bearer it's the sign that represents independence innovation rebellion revolution so the moon in aquarius is connecting with venus which is retrograde in gemini Those are both air signs, so that's a harmonious alignment. But the question to be thinking about is what would you like to say to those you are in relationship with within your social network? Is there anyone from your past you would like to reconnect with? For what purpose is there something within that relationship that needs to be balanced? It doesn't have to be negative, like, you did this wrong to me. Now I need your penance oh. or whatever. Oh, okay. It could, it could be as simple as, like, yeah, I haven't talked to this friend in a while. I want to reconnect with them and check in and see how they're doing. The moon in Aquarius will also be squaring Uranus and Taurus. So, this is an interesting alignment because Uranus is the planetary ruler of Aquarius. So, the moon is in Aquarius, connecting to the planet that rules Aquarius, but that planet is in Taurus. So, it's a stressful connection because Taurus is fixed earth, Aquarius is fixed air. But the question is, how can you express your emotional independence for the purpose of stabilizing your material needs? What insights have you had that you would like to see in reality? Like, are there any sort of light bulbs that are popping off in your mind about expressing your emotional independence to stabilize your material needs?
1: I had a vision about letting go and also about being in the present moment, almost like if aliens abducted you. Mm-hmm. So you were able to like look into the future and then look into the past and just be appreciative of everything and not try to control it so much. And just kind of letting go and reevaluating where you're at in life without it being bad or good. Oh, just-
0: I think that's so great because... Aquarius is a very detached sign, so it's like not being so attached to the emotional impulse, and it's also a futuristic sign. So being abducted by aliens and being able to see the future and the past and looking at how it all works together so that you can kind of be in the experience of what's happening from the perspective of experiencing what's going on as opposed to feeling like you're stuck there in some way and freaking out about it. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there was another part of it. It was more to do with like water, which is also Aquarius, right?
0: Well, it's symbolized by the water bearer, Oh, but it's actually an air sign. Okay, okay. That's okay. What did that have to do?
1: uh, It was just like trying to hold on to water, running water. It's like beautiful and magical and it just makes you feel connected to the earth. And if you try to hold on to the water, then it just becomes stagnant and gross. So being able to appreciate something in the moment and letting it flow and move, kind of come and go and not holding on to your past so much.
0: Well, again, that's, an av- that's a very Aquarius thought because the water bear is about collecting the water and moving it to the village <laughs> so that they can drink the water. And you know, I don't just think of the water bear as the person that invented the jug that carries the water from the stream to the river. It's also the person that invented irrigation. They wow. figured out how to get the water to flow from the natural stream to the village. So they didn't have to carry that heavy jug all day. Now, the moon is also connecting with Chiron in Aries. So the question there is, where has your self-confidence been wounded in the social scene? And how can you express your emotional independence in a way that reclaims your courageous nature.
1: That would mean just doing more things for yourself, being more selfish with your time in a good way, just taking care of yourself and your needs and your desires, being able to cross things off your list so you feel accomplished.
0: Good, good. I love that because Aries is all about the self. So you have to think about yourself first. And that's exactly what you said. Now, Venus... Retrograde in Gemini is also connecting to Chiron in Aries. So again, the question, where has your self-confidence been wounded within your relationships? And how can you share your past relationship experiences in a way that allows you to heal your ability to lead? Who do you need to share this with in order to heal and rebalance your relationship ledger?
1: being able to acknowledge past mistakes and talk about them openly with the people that you're in relationship with can bring about its own healing Mm, yes If, if you don't acknowledge things from the past then you're not able to move forward so not pretending like things didn't happen but bringing them up in a way that does allow for healing learning and growth to the relationship
0: good good Excellent. Wednesday, June 10th, the moon again in Aquarius is now connecting with the sun in Gemini. These are both air signs. This forms a trine. So if you were listening last week on Monday, June 1st, the moon was in Libra connecting with Gemini. Those are both air signs that formed a trine. So if you went outside and looked at the moon, remember what it looked like. Now today, Wednesday, June 10th, think back to how it looked on Monday and compare that to how it looks today. Just something to remember to create that sort of visual understanding of how the planets look in reality from Earth from an astrological perspective. But what that means for us in terms of how you should be working with the energy, think of this question. How can you express your emotional independence in a way that allows you to feel heard? How can you be a better listener to those who wish to share their ideas with you, especially in any social group or organizational context? How can you express your emotional independence in a way that allows you to feel heard? And how can you be a better listener to those who wish to share their ideas with you?
1: Being a good listener is harder than you would think. Just slowing down and being able to not formulate a response while someone is sharing with you, I think is the most important thing you can do. And it's a really hard skill to learn. We're always trying to respond before we have even absorbed all of the information. So as soon as they finish talking, you're already talking without even giving it that time to soak in. You can't really be listening while you're thinking.
0: Guilty as charged. (laughs) Yes, it's hard work.
1: And then the first part of the question, I don't remember now. How
0: can you express your emotional independence in a way that allows you to feel heard?
1: Trying to stay neutral and less emotional in your communication can allow people to absorb what you're saying without pointing the finger. Kind of a zoomed out, non-attached view of the situation. So you're just like, yeah, I guess less emotional and not detached in a bad way, but I guess in a more objective way allows Mm. you to get out what you're saying and someone to be able to absorb it without it being an argument or a fight. It can just be a simple request.
0: Good. Good notes. Thursday? thursday june 11th the sun in gemini which we just mentioned yesterday is highlighted on the board today connecting with neptune so the sun is in gemini neptune is in pisces pisces is ruled by neptune neptune is in a place of power neptune has been in pisces since 2011 uh this is the cloudy planet that creates some confusion, some deception. It's also compassion as well. Pisces is about compassion. It's the final sign of the zodiac, so it feels the weight of the 11 previous signs. That creates a sense of compassion, but the weight can also create a need for escapism. So Pisces is associated with drugs and alcohol and all forms of escapism music, film, television, video games. Pisces is mutable water. Gemini. Is mutable air. This creates a very stressful connection since they're both mutable, the connection is strong, but air and water are conflicting elements. So that's where the stress comes in. The sun is the giver of life, light, and vitality. It's the energy source of our solar system. So that is going to be bouncing off the clouds. I kind of think of it as like when you're driving in the fog. You don't want to put your high beams on because if you do, it reflects back towards you. You want your low beams on because it's easier for the low beams to penetrate the fog. The high beams, all you're seeing is the fog. So Thursday, there is going to be some intense confusion. Uh, You're really going to have to slow down the messages that you're sending. Be as clear as you can be. And be patient with others and compassionate with others when you feel like what they're sharing with you isn't resonating. It's not necessarily their intention to create confusion or deceive you in some way. It's just how everybody's going to be receiving information right now with the energy source of the sun aligning with the cloudy planet Neptune. So the question to think about on Thursday is, What thoughts would you like to share that will heal your subconscious psychological baggage? So the reason why I pose this question is because Pisces is the sign that is associated with the subconscious. Gemini is the sign that is associated with the conscious. So you have the unconscious sign connecting with the conscious sign. So this is a time to share your conscious thoughts to heal your psychological baggage because you stuff all of your psychological baggage into your subconscious. Something happens. You don't like it. You shove it down there. You forget about it. I don't want to deal with it. Well, when the sun comes by in the sign of consciousness, it's shining a light into
1: your baggage.
0: Your baggage.
1: We stuff all our baggage away so tightly. Sometimes it's hard to know what it really is. Sometimes an argument or a fight can bring about some clarity, kind of like an upheaval of your reality, can give insight into your past, and then therapy or meditation can Otherwise, I don't know when I would be able to see into those dark corners that I've hid away from myself.
0: Well, therapy and meditation are both great tools. They're both Piscean tools. Therapy is about delving into your subconscious. Meditating allows your conscious mind to slow down so that you can really delve into your subconscious. Those are both great tools.
1: I mean, I guess even also just sharing with some close friends, maybe what your experiences are, people that you trust and know you well enough to give feedback and maybe ask you some personal questions into how they see certain things manifest in your life and Mm. having a little bit of a mirror for what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we can always do that by ourselves because it really is hard to connect the two. Sometimes there's such a a barrier there. And
0: Gemini is all about connecting. So this is a great day to connect with friends, trusted people in your circle to share your subconscious with and to be a compassionate ear for them as well to share their subconscious
1: hearing other people heal from their wounds and unpack their baggage can bring about healing for others so it's always like a nice back and forth when you can share something and someone else shares something you both benefit from that
0: yeah absolutely definitely and the theme continues on Friday June 12th with the subconscious because Friday June 12th there's a triple conjunction that we're looking at where we have three planetary pieces and I say planetary pieces because astrology to me is like a board game the planets are the pieces the signs are the board and three of these pieces Neptune which we just talked about Mars and the moon all three are going to be at the same degree in Pisces. So Neptune, the planet of illusion, fantasy, deception, compassion, dreams, the subconscious, the unconscious, Mars, the god of war, the planet that has been banging all the pots and pans in your psychological basement for the last several weeks, (laughs) stirring up all of your psychological baggage and saying, hey, (laughs) you have to deal with this. I'm not going to let you hide from this. And then the moon, which is the planet of the emotions. All three of these are going to be at the exact same degree in Pisces. So it's really, this whole week (sighs) is culminating to this moment of...
1: Unpacking our emotional baggage?
0: Yes. Unpacking your emotional baggage, taking it out piece by piece, looking at it. What is this? Why is this here? What is this in my bag? Do I want to keep it? Do I want to keep it? No. (laughs) (laughs) So how can you best show your emotional compassion by acting compassionately? Like with Mars, I think Mars and Pisces is like compassionate action, action with compassion because Mars is the god of war. It's the planet of action. Pisces is the sign of compassion. So putting your compassion into action and how can you align your emotions, which is the moon with your actions, Mars to delve into your subconscious and tap into your dreams.
1: Just because you feel a certain way doesn't mean you always act a certain way. So a lot of the times we're trying to be more mindful in our thoughts, but it seems like at this point from the week, we kind of have gotten a grip on what's happening internally. But on this day, matching your actions to what's been happening in your mind and being conscious in your actions, which all of this just takes slowing down. Absolutely I guess intentional action mm-hmm. That takes a lot of thought Every Everything starts just moving so fast So being able to slow down in those moments So you can connect your compassion That you've thought about To communicating with people
0: And slowing down is is the key word Right there Because Mercury is slowing down Literally right now That's the planet of the conscious mind So everybody is being asked To slow down Take the time necessary to really look within yourself and figure out what's going on in there. Mercury's slowing down, so your mind needs to slow down. Mars, the moon, and Neptune are all in Pisces, so they're stirring up your subconscious. Mercury's saying, slow down the conscious mind. Mars, the moon, and Neptune are saying, wake up the unconscious mind. Pay attention here. Saturday, June 13th. The moon in Pisces, we're continuing to talk about here, delving into our psychological baggage and connecting with Pluto. It's now retrograding, moving backwards very slowly. It's churning up your relationship to the authority in your life so that you can redefine your career ambitions.
1: Is it also the god of death? Yes. So maybe a a death of the old way of doing things.
0: Exactly. So you're going through your psychological baggage and transforming that death of all that psychological bullshit and rebirth to new psychological bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So what are the areas of your emotional subconscious that you would like to heal?
1: To die? (laughs) Sorry, sorry. To
0: die. I like that better. I'm going to reword that. What are the areas of your emotional subconscious that you would like to die in relationship to your career and any other authority figures?
1: Lack of confidence. Yeah. Mm, Accountability. Good. I guess consistency. Great. All of those things I have had and I don't want them anymore.
0: Then kill them. (laughs) (laughs) And rebirth three new monsters. (laughs) Sunday, June 14th. Pluto again, but now connecting with the sun energy life force of the solar system Connecting with the god of death.
1: So this is gonna be like a a death of your identity. Yes Damn
0: the death of your identity in your conscious mind. So yesterday It was the death of your emotional subconscious. Now that you have killed that And rebirth something new. Now you can kill your identity, your conscious mind, and rebirth that into something new to make you a better communicator in relation to the authority so that you can achieve your career ambitions. Because you can't be a little bitch (laughs) in the face of authority if you want to climb up that mountain. At some point, you got to say, no, step aside or I'm going to toss you off the mountain. I'm climbing up. No? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, good.
1: (laughs) Um I think there's a perception that death people pull a tarot card and it's like the death card. (laughs) Yeah. Or the or Pluto, (laughs) the planet of death. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) But death can be such a great tool for transformation if we don't have that death we don't have any room to grow so getting rid of our old identity that doesn't serve us anymore getting rid of our old baggage that we don't want yep being intentional with what new things we want to call in yes i guess that is the rhythm of the planet it is
0: And if you're paying attention to the rhythm, then the death is peaceful.
1: (laughs) I mean, death of the old self, a lot of the time when you say this now, it feels exciting because I do want something new. And even though sometimes that death can be really uncomfortable and hard to let go of things, just knowing that something good is going to come out of it and a fresh start will follow is sometimes the reassurance we need to be brave in those moments to allow the death to happen because sometimes we we won't let it go and that's when...
0: The more you fight it, the harder it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. So go with it. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. And that wraps up our week but you can contact me, Scott Tajarian theweeklytransit.com for a reading. Follow us on Instagram at theweeklytransit and to take it a step further, if you want to see what i'm talking about i draw these visuals and i send them out in an email every week called the weekly transit and i get into some of the details that i'm talking about here on this podcast but thank you for listening ingrid thank you for being here
1: yes my pleasure excellent i always learn so much
0: good i'm glad happy to teach you <laughs> i guess this is where we say bye
1: bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> The weekly transit and that's 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 that